hello everyone welcome to the cow corner cricket cast as you can see i am in purple and blue today my energy is very low today i really thought mumbai were gonna lose the match and i am just i'm just shocked at the choke job uh it's just i just want to lay down and cuddle but pratham called me saying i have to do the pod so we'll still talk about this uh talking about the match i thought it was a really good match i I thought the captaincy with Morgan was wonderful in the first innings. I thought Mumbai was restricted to a very low score, um, bowling the spinners up front, giving the cock and Sharma no pace uh, was a great idea. Made sure they made and they were really smart. They both come into the middle overs, so the innings could never pick up momentum, and it worked. They collapsed to Russell towards the end, trying to score, and then Calcutta got off to a great start, 72 for two. They needed 30 runs from 30 balls in the last five overs with four wickets, six wickets in hand, and that, that, and they, and they choked. So, my general thought on the match was that good, good effort by Calcutta in the beginning in the first innings, but then a choke job. Uh, what do you guys think? What about you, Ron? Yeah, yeah I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I think you go ahead. Um. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I was just thinking, this match, I think, showed the difference between Mumbai and everyone else. I think that uh, Kolkata has a good team. They have a, a genuinely good squad. I mean, look, you have Pat comes in your squad. He gives you a chance to win pretty much every time. He gets the ball in his head. Um, but it it was the difference in this match was the level of execution. Between that, that was the difference. One team executed every single thing it needed to do to win this match. They executed on it. On the other hand, KKR didn't. Uh, so, yeah, good yeah, point. I think that was a again just a yeah. That's a, 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 that's a polite it, it's sort of the winning mentality. That's the polite understatement. It's, it's a winning mentality. Um, yeah. Owen Morgan actually was talking about this in the uh, in the uh, the. Uh, In the post game, he was saying like, "Yeah, these guys have the wood over us. They're they're better." But like, you would never see Dhoni CSK uh, say that about uh, Mumbai. They, they never say. It. They never admit it. Even though Mumbai has regularly beaten Chennai, they never admit that it's they have some voodoo over them. No, no, you don't. You don't talk about that. It's it's a difference in mentality. That's why I, th- I, I think, think you make the biggest point. problem from KKR. I yeah, think I, a very good point. I think I think you make a very good point. Um, for me, it just confirmed all my suspicions about the pre the things I made in the predictions. This team is like the South Africa World Cup 1999 team. It has very talented players. It has explosive hitting and explosive batting at large. It has some talented bowlers, a, a world class ATG bowler in its ranks, who's fast, tall, bouncy, and so forth. Um, but they choke. And a huge reason why they choke. I mean, Bharat and, and Rohan went into the details about a winning mentality, but I think it also comes down that fundamentally, when it comes to pressure situations, part of the reason why they choke is, and I think you know, Bharat was making this point earlier when we were discussing the match, is that they they don't seem to play as a unit when when the pressure situations are on, right? Like even today, when Karthik and Russell were batting, the idea was that they were going to go out. And and win the match by themselves, right? There was not really a partnership. There was no idea of you know, hey, how are we going to you know go about maybe rotating the strike? Who, which bowler are you going to target? Which bowler am I going to target? There was practically no communication. Russell and and Karthik looked 
out of sorts, but they also looked not as part batting partners. And I've seen that too often in the choke jobs that um, KKR have done, because it's not the only one. They did one uh, a couple of seasons back where they had to chase like 170 and they were like 120 for none. And then they managed to lose by like 10 runs or something. It was insane. But again, it goes down to the fact that like that 99 World Cup South Africa team, there was always this instinct, even though they were a very good team, that they would choke in those moments because they don't play as a unit very well. And they don't trust themselves to function and gel as a unit and, and strategize in those key moments, right? That's, and, that's, that's a big statement because now you're talking about the fundamental culture and the character of the team, right? Yeah. And strategy and data and switching players in different positions and playing people to their strengths and then change that. Uh, I think hopefully they'll be making, looking to make amends because Morgan is their captain now and Morgan has recently won a World Cup and Morgan leads a England one-day team that is known to win. Um, today was very special in terms of how they threw the game away because after the 10th over, they were genuinely cruising. And after five overs later, they had lost a few wickets. But you tell someone they need 30 runs from 30 balls in a T20 game with six wickets in hand. And at that time, it's just considered a dead match. So yeah. great execution by Mumbai in the end, but I think it was more of a of a, yeah. of a cut out goof up. Yeah, and let's actually talk about the captaincy. Now, Bharat, you mentioned it earlier in, in the piece while not introducing us, which was which is great. You sleeping beauty. Sorry, but... <laughs> no, I, I'm in bed, man. I'm in bed. Like, what do you want me to do? Dude, you look like Kumkar. <laughs> yeah, you're in bed, but you're still beating our. Yeah, you're in bed, but you're still beating our fan, uh, our, fan, our, our fantasy teams. Fuck you, dude. That's who you're. No, that is because I don't really play, and 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 Pratham just made some bad decisions that didn't pay well, off. Pratham has a good team, but I, I, my team did really well today. But I've been playing playing fantasy for years now. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead with the captaincy stuff, Pratham. What were you we saying? But yeah, getting back to. Yeah, so captain is here, right? Um, I actually thought for like 75% of this match, Aaron Morgan was brilliant. He was brilliant in the death. He restricted uh, Mumbai to that score. Um, Russell took a fucking FIFA in two overs, which I never thought was possible, especially given that he's like basically coming back from an injury and was bowling 130, 135k like trundler pace. But he bowled really well in the death. They bowled wide of the crease. They mixed it up with some short balls too. And I think Russell, I think some of the captains here from Morgan. <laughs> some no, of the captains here. Yeah, yeah, no, good man, good. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're a bride. <laughs> we need to do an unveiling ceremony. But no, I, I thought his captaincy was brilliant. He choked at the end, obviously. I think with a bat, it was a huge disappointment. He should have got himself in. They had a better chance uh, if he had got himself in to win the match. He has right. a better clutch instinct as a finisher. He can play that role. Um, he had a slip in for Hardik Pandya, for instance, you know, which worked also because it, it restricted Hardik Pandya initially. His bowling tactics were great. He bowled out Cummins in the 16th over, got wickets, you know, for it. He just choked to the death. That's Morgan's, my opinion of Morgan. But on, you know, Rohit, it was actually quite good too. He Once he started seeing that they were in trouble, there's fields that he said to Chahar and Krunal especially, with those two men and like in short catching positions, was absolutely brilliant. And he really, he did pressure them. Admittedly, the KKR batsmen pressured themselves. Um, mm. That Shakib Allah shot we will talk about later. But <laughs> the point is, 
I thought captain's captaincy was good in this match. It just came down to the clutch moments. And I I agree. I usually yeah in in a, an IPL match. Sorry, Rohan. Just just give me a minute, and then you can go. I'm gonna try to make mine quick. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I I usually the the captaincy in the IPL is very mundane and bland, right? You have your Pacers bowling up front, Pacers bowling in the end, Spinners bowling in the middle. Both captains. In this match, I thought both captains were very innovative. I thought Morgan was brilliant as a captain in the field, right? Uh, the spinners at the, in the beginning because he knew that the Mumbai Mumbai uh, top order batsman like Pace, Pat Cummins, the middle overs, I think was very daring, giving the ball to Russell at the end when they had taken four or five wickets. Essentially, a calculated gamble that you're playing, you know, against the bottom batsman now six, seven. If you get him out, you completely restrict them. If you don't. You know you don't, but you have done a good job the first 16, 17 overs anyway. Rohit's captaincy, I think, was very much in tune with the fact that I'm defending a low total, so I have to go for the kill every time I can. And he realized that he needed to put certain bowlers on at times where the runs didn't matter, but wickets did, and which is why in the end they were left with bolts for the 20th over. Usually they have Boomerah, so I thought it was impressive all around. Good tactical captaincy all around. What about you, Rohit? Yeah, I, I think I concur that uh, the captaincy. I don't think the captaincy was was a problem in this match. I I, I really didn't see anything that either captain could have done other than you know Owen Morgan not having his players play like a bunch of idiots um, towards the end of the match. I mean, there's not really anything he could have done there because he was already out. He was back in the shed, so it's not like he can do anything other than say just don't do something stupid and communicate. Um, yeah, he could have batted better than that. And Rohit and Rohit took some very aggressive and very innovative uh, positions, so it's not as if it was a bad thing. Um, but I want to see. I want to actually talk about the turning point. Uh, well, I'm going to say turning points in this match. I think there were two. The first turning point happened with um, sort of this four-over period, from the tenth uh, over to roughly the fifteenth over. Um, basically, when Pat Cummins and Shaki uh, had the ball, there was a big partnership threatening with um, Rohit and Surya Kumar Yadav. And Shaki gets Surya Kumar Yadav. And then I think one of the best overs I have seen bold in this IPL so far uh, from Pat Cummins uh, gets a wicket, he knocks over Ishaq Yishan. Uh, then he, knock, then he, he he's just toying with uh, everyone else. He, he just comes in, bowls balls that. The, the batsman play at because you should play at those balls. But then the ball just moves at the last second and he and he misses. Yeah, it, late, it was amazing. amazing. Late movement and then late it, movement it, it snaked bat. back in, right? And and it created doubt. I I think yeah. In particular, that wicket that he got, right? Um, I'm trying to remember who it was again. But mm-hmm. um, like, was, it that was in the, so the wicket that he got? So he, yeah. So he got Kishan in the in, in the eleventh over. And then he got Rohit in the. Uh, 15th over. Yeah, Rohit's wicket. 16th over. Rohit's wicket in particular was brilliantly set up. Yeah, it, it was, Pat Cummins probably, if 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 they win, won the match, I know that the popular decision would have been to give it to like um, Andre Russell for you know probably having knocked the winning runs in and then also probably with the Pfeiffer. I, I'd argue that Pat Cummins arguably had more important wickets because he, he took out the wickets of a set batsman and arguably their second most dangerous batsman um, okay. coming down. And the second the turning point, from um, Second turning point, Shakib Al-Hassan. 
I like Shekin. I think that he's a wonderful player in all formats of the game. That shot was the stupidest shot I've ever seen anybody play in the IPL with, in that game scenario. That was a really bad. Yeah, shot. I, I, I was gonna get there too. Uh, I, I didn't know we were doing turning points. I, I, to me, in my head, regardless of what had happened in the match before that, the match was still very much Calcutta's, right? Calcutta's match to win. Him yeah. playing that shot when you need 30 runs from 30 balls and you have lost a wicket the ball before of the inset batsman, I thought was, was foolish to say the least. And it's really funny because Matthew Hayden on commentary right before Shaka played that shot, complimenting him and Morgan saying that these guys are intelligent players, these guys are experienced players, they're just gonna they're just gonna <laughs> knock it around and they're gonna they're gonna take the match over, right? That they're just gonna take it to the end and just win it. And the next ball, Shaki throws it in the air and there's a three second silence between him and Murli Karthik. And Murli Karthik goes, yeah, I guess they didn't. They didn't live. They did it, and 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 it's very rare that commentators speak like Pratham and uh, you and me, and they just called them stupid. They were like, "Dude, this is just a brainless shot." So to me, that's the turning that? point, turning point of the match. But I want to go back to the turning point you said with the Patrick Cummins. You did that four-over spell. I really like that wicket to Kishan because it's become pretty apparent in the last two years that Ishan Kishan is a compulsive hooker. And he bowled a ball that was really short, that was fast, right on his head. And by instinct, you knew Kishan wouldn't let it go, that he was going to hook, that he wasn't just going to, you know, duck down. And he hooked and he got caught. Any other day, that could have been a six. But that calculated risk of bowling a short ball to him was very important. But yeah, to me, the turning point, no doubt, Shaki Bolasan um, throwing his wicket away. Uh, very, very sad because He's one of the best all-rounders ever, and he's been a captain, and he's old and mature. So, uh, very, very shocked by that. Yeah, that was like a shot that, like, all you Bangladeshi fans out there, that's kind of like the shot that, like, a Soumya Sarkar would put, or Shumut Sarkar would do, not Shakib Alassan. But for me, guys, I, I like your idea of Shakib's wicket, and I do think it was a turning point to some extent in the match. But I think the real turning point was actually the ball before, when Rana got up. And the reason why I would bring that up is they were struggling in this chase, right? It's just started, the wheels had started turning and they were just starting to struggle in this chase. And Rana was a set batsman. And then Chahar dismissed him with a stumping. Now, psychologically, a stumping, especially off a leg spinner, right? For a batsman that is set. I mean, I'm not trying to bring up the Shane Warren references here, but like that... I've seen so many times where psychologically the sort of deterrent that it has on a team, right? When your best batsman, your batsman who's playing well, looks like an absolute fucking clown um, and gets stumped, like literally almost gets run out by a really yeah. good delivery from a leg spinner, right? And I think what that did was in the context of the match, right? And that's why I put that as the turning point, um, was it meant that no set batsman was going to guide this chase, right? You had two new batsmen on a track, which even the you know the analysts were saying it's difficult for somebody to get in and actually start scoring once you've um, you know once you've actually like it's the cherry puck. You just need to say it's the cherry puck. That's yeah. what it's like. It, it yeah. is a difficult place to come in. And and and, and, you, and that's and that's set. what happened to the oh. Mumbai team also, right? As soon as Rohit got out, none of the new guys that came in yeah. could accelerate or get in because the number of balls left was so little but you just can't just go tee off on this pitch 
like you yeah. can on other pitches. Yeah, so for me, Rana was the. the uh, I, I, I think I think you're onto something. I, I think you're right. It's just that Rana, for the before he got out a good over over and a half before that, he was already looking a little dodgy. He was looking anxious. You know, uh, there was a, a, a hit and miss that went for four. There was an under edge that went for four, right? I I knew his wicket was coming, right? Yeah. And and we saw that uh, ball that missed everyone, that missed Rana, that missed the stumps, that missed the that went for four, right? Yeah. So I knew that was coming. It's just that after he's gotten out, Shakib knows the situation even more now. That hey, there's no set batsman. That me and Morgan are left. It's very easy. Let's not create pressure. Let's not create dot balls. Let's just win this. And the conscious decision to slog that ball was 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 what makes it a turning point. Yeah, fair enough. I I, yeah. I understand that. Um, so yeah, um, underrated player from each side, in your opinion? I think the underrated player. I I think. Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead bro. bro. I think the yeah, underrated just... player. Go ahead. On Mumbai side is Surya Kumar. Uh, people are not going to talk about his innings as much, considering the bowling is what won them the game at the end. And I think the underrated innings from uh, Calcutta side has to be Pat Cummins. I think uh, Rohan said it really well earlier that Russell took the five wickets. Rana is the one that hit the big runs, right? The fair share of the 142 they did make. Uh, but Pat Cummins, the way he bowled in the middle overs was very, very impressive considering that's the time that teams are not looking to hit you out. And that's the time they're looking to, you know, just settle in to go for the death. And he took the momentum out there completely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that that's a fair shout. What about you, Ron? I think I'm going to go with the two, the, the two international caliber. The, well, the one number one, number two fast forwards in the world. Um, I think those two guys were the underrated players today. I think Pat Cummins was fantastic. And I think Jesse Bowman is not going to get the credit he deserves, despite bowling really well, probably deserving one or two wickets. They just didn't get because of a few bounces. Um, that didn't go his way. Uh, but yeah, I think it was the two the two seamers that really showed their, their value. We know this is the trade box, so wicket is going to turn. But the way that those two guys bowled, really showed why they are the number one and number two fast bowlers on the planet at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I actually agree with you on Pat Cummins. Um, I'm going to throw a name out um, on the Bombay side, which you guys are probably not expecting. Um, and I'm actually going to throw on the name of the hat, um, Marco Johnson. I think Marco Johnson, even though he might have not seemed like having a major role or impact, the economical uh, bowling up front meant that even when KKR were looking good and solid, they weren't able to get to the sort of flyer that I think they really wanted to get to. Um, he made Gil, you know, uh, sort of, they were, he made them work a little bit harder than they had to at the death. And I think what KKR wanted in that situation was to win by a canter, really. We're not The way Rana was playing, the way Gil was trying to play, you know, um, they wanted to do that. They couldn't get that. I think that economic bowling up front was very useful for that sense. I will also give credit here. Um, in I love how, I yeah. love how all three of us mentioned our underrated players from both sides, and no one mentioned the guy who kept Bombay in the match the whole match. Rahul Chahar took everyone's wicket. Well, he's my man of match. So <laughs> he's yeah. my man. Of match. Yeah. 
Same. I, I was gonna go with, with him for the for the man of the match. Really? Yeah. You take wickets like that, and then you know you you give your team a chance to win this match, and I think pretty sure he's he's literally the margin of victory. So uh, he's, he's everyone's man of the yeah, match. Yeah, I, I guess that's that. That that's wrapped yeah. up. That was pretty easy today. Yeah. Man of the match, Rahul Chahar. Delivery or shot of the day in your book or opinion, guys. Right. So I was thinking. I I I was thinking about this, and my my for my money, I think it was it was the ball, not the ball that Pat Cummins got Isha Kishan on. It was the next ball, where it just goes in between the batsman, uh, bat the batsman's bat and his body. It just like there's no way you could have. No, I don't think there's a single bowler on the planet other than Pat Cummins who could who could just run in and bowl that ball, just perfectly because it, it was just unplayable. You, you had to play at it, but it was unplayable. Uh, I, that that's really good. I I do remember watching the match at that time, and I was pretty impressed. Uh, to me, the delivery of the day has to be Rahul Chahar's delivery to um, Nitish Rana. That beat oh yeah, 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 the one that I spoke to everyone about. I'm like, wow. Oh yeah, that googly was nasty. Because that hurts when something like that doesn't get a wicket. They happen to win the game, so it's not gonna hurt him because Nitish Rana just couldn't control himself from going after every ball, and neither could Shakib later. Uh, I thought the shot of the match was that shot by Surya Kumar Yadav, the one I don't, I don't know, I don't remember what ball it was, but it was. He had missed a shot right before it, and on the leg side, and he had just just caressed it. It was just just right in right between the two fielders. It, it was a terrific shot. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, for me, I mean, bro, you know, you know my proclivities towards leggsmen. So that googly from you know, <laughs> googly from Jahar is is gonna get there. But honorable mention goes to Pat Cummins's delivery before he got dismissed for it. The one which like snaked back and bounced and leaped at him. Um, that was a delivery that would make some of the West Indian fast bowlers of the great years, 90s and early, late 80s proud. Just that delivery that snakes back at you. And you're like, what the fuck am and I, I And I think you mentioned it earlier too, that that's what led to Roy's dismissal. Yeah. That led to his chop on. That it, the, the way he structured yeah. himself, the way he put his stance after that. Yeah. So it led to the wicket on a and, wide delivery. Yeah, and the shot for me of, of the day, I would say, um, it's kind of tough. But like Shuman Gill, he hit like before he got dismissed. That straight six that he hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuman, Shuman plays those shots really yeah. well. They make yeah. you really happy when he when he hits the stump. But yeah. Um, yeah, so, I I'd agree with the shot of the day for, with Prophets. That was Shuman Gill shots are always <clears throat> aesthetically pleasing. They're like the most Dude. aesthetically. He's like the most aesthetically pleasing Indian batsman at the moment. Yeah, he is. He is. I, I'm gonna disagree here really quickly. He just, um, just looks like he. He just looks like he belongs, right? He just looks yeah. like he has time. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just he, looks like he, he's been playing Test cricket for like 30 years or some some insane shit, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm just gonna hit that ball over there, and then I'm gonna hit this ball over here, and yeah. I'm gonna go back and he has, like, he has this calm in him. He has this calm in him. He's so technically proper, but before we go on a love fest about Shumangil, I do want to uh, I do want to quickly interject and say my favorite Indian batsman currently in the way his shot selection is, in the way he plays, is the guy who made a century yesterday, Sanju Samson. I'm sorry, Sanju Samson's more elegant. Like he's just so he's so good to watch, man. When he hits a six, you're like, 
Holy You know, Prithvi Shaw is pretty good to watch too. All these guys are good. Yeah, but like Shaw's like, Shaw's like, okay, Shaw's like cheating in a way, right? Shaw's like basically, hey, I'm going to take the Virendra Sehwag playbook and the Sachin Tendulkar playbook and I'm going to try to copy them. Sanjay has his own style. It's so good and it's so good. He's so, so good. I I think Shubman Gill might be the future uh, stalwart in one-day cricket because it always seems like he's too fast for. He's going to be the stalwart in all formats, and and he and he seems sometimes too slow in T20 cricket. I think he's already India one-day ready. I I'm pretty sure he'll make a mark on all three formats. He's already India one-day ready. All right, so since we've sidetracked already, I'll just say that I think we have um, concluded. This match, uh, you can say it was a choke job by Calcutta, or you can say it was terrific ed- execution by Mumbai in the last five overs. Uh, one of the two is true. Maybe both of them are true. Um, you definitely know what I think. So on that note, we would like to call it a wrap. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And thank you from here, from us, Pratham, me, and Rohan. See you guys.